0: Welcome to the Core Principles Podcast. Thank you for tuning in and we hope you'll enjoy this lively discussion of relevant topics which we attempt to examine through the lens of unchanging objective truth. Here is the host of the Core Principles Podcast, Clay Howerton. Thank you, Suzanne. There is no neutral ground between God and Satan. There is no fence on which you can sit regarding the eternal disposition of your soul. You can be neutral about many things, including politics, sports, food, and even earthly wars. But you are not merely a human body which possesses a soul. You are an eternal soul which temporarily inhabits a human body on earth. And at some point in time, your soul is going to stop residing in your temporary earthly body, and your soul is going to go on for eternity. That eternity is will be in the presence of God, the creator of the universe and the creator of you, or that eternity will be in the absence of God. In the absence of God, there's God's enemy, Satan. There's no other eternity that is possible for any of us eternal souls. The two possibilities are the presence of God or the absence of God. There is no neutral ground between God and Satan. There is no fence on which you can sit regarding the eternal disposition of your soul." Welcome to Core Principles. Why am I saying these observations about our eternal souls and the impossibility of neutrality between God and Satan? Well, I'm offering these reminders because there is a strong push lately to paint anyone who loves God and who loves her or his own nation as an extremist. And if you have not yet felt pressure to moderate your love for God and your commitment to God, you're almost certainly going to feel such pressure. Have you heard the label Christian nationalist? You, listener, are quite likely a Christian nationalist, and therefore you are being actively described by leftists as an extremist, and a threat, and a danger and basically a boogeyman to be feared and to be stopped somehow. Here's how a reporter for Politico named Heidi Prisbola described such boogeymen on MSNBC in late February as she was talking about, quote, this more extremist element. We are going to hear words like Christian nationalism, like the new apostolic reformation. These are groups that you should get very schooled on, because they have a lot of power in Trump's circle. And the one thing that unites all of them, because there's many different groups orbiting Trump, but the thing that unites them as Christian nationalists, not Christians by the way, because Christian nationalists is very different, is that they believe that our rights as Americans, as all human beings, don't come from earthly authority, don't come from Congress, don't come from the Supreme Court, but they come from God." That's a statement that reflects what leftists are pushing lately, more blatantly and more aggressively. We're going to deconstruct it point by point because it is rich with wickedness and wrongness that needs to be defended against and exposed for the evil that it is. But I should note, first, that Heidi Prisbola did get some pushback from outside of her leftist bubble, and she responded to that pushback. According to a March 1st article published on Breitbart.com, here's a headline, quote, Politico reporter apologizes for clumsy comments on Christian na- nationalism after outcry, end quote. Sad to say I find that headline misleading because... Heidi Prisbola did not apologize. Here is what she said, Quote, due to some clumsy words, I was interpreted by some people as making arguments that are quite different from what I believe. Excerpts of what I said were pro- promoted widely in some political circles by some activists whose primary objection, I feel sure, was not my television appearance, but my coverage in Politico about the tactics and agenda of political activists who subscribe to a philosophy they call Christian nationalism. Christianity is a religion. Christian nationalism is a political movement. End quote. So Heidi Prisbola does not apologize at all. Instead, she lies harder and points fingers at those who called her out for her outrageous statements. Saying I was interpreted by some people is not An apology. It's an accusation. No one's interpretation is at issue. Her clear, unambiguous, wrong, and actually anti-American, anti-liberty, anti-God statements are at issue. She stands by all of that and blames you if you don't agree with her horrific statements. Since her fake non-apology is also chock full of garbage, let's actually deconstruct it before we deconstruct her original statement. Prisbyla decried a group of quote political activists who subscribe to a philosophy they call Christian nationalism end quote. Have you ever encountered any such political activist? Have you ever heard anyone describe a political philosophy in that way unprompted spontaneously, which wasn't in response to some leftist statement to that effect? For example, Congressman Marjorie Taylor Greene responded to some leftists railing against the supposed threat of Christian nationalists by observing that because she loves the Lord and she loves her country, that she is by definition a Christian nationalist. But that is not at all a declaration of some political activist philosophy. It's just an acknowledgement of simple definitions of words. Christians are people who love the Lord, and nationalists are people who love their own country. Both of these are good things, and the former is the best thing. Now, I did find on Wikipedia a reference to someone I had never heard of before, some man in South Africa who was born in 1915 named B.J. Vorster. That guy apparently once said of certain South Africans, quote, we stand for Christian nationalism, which is an ally of National Socialism, end quote. B.J. Vorster was obviously perverse, and shame on anyone who was an ally of National Socialism, but he is using the terms Christian and nationalism in a wrong and perverse way, which I have never heard anyone alive today use. The Germans, by the way, in the time of the World Wars, were not evil because they loved Germany. Those who were socialist were evil because they were socialist. Nationalism is loving one's country. And that's not inherently bad. If one's country is doing wrong things, then one's love for country should not prevent calling those wrong things out as wrong. But that doesn't start with hating one's own country in principle. Socialism and national socialism are evil because they are tyranny and thus incompatible with liberty. Liberty is good and tyranny is evil. And by the way, as we will get to, liberty in America this land of liberty, has been possible because we have always acknowledged that our rights come from God and not from government. In her fake non-apology, Heidi Prisbola also said, quote, Christianity is a religion, Christian nationalism is a political movement, end quote. Well, I've already just discussed how there's not really any such political movement. And even though there may have once been one wrongly labeled that in South Africa, there's never been any such thing in America. And if there were, and if it took on any wrongful characteristics like the one in South Africa, it would not be Christian at all, nor necessarily nationalist. But what about this claim that Christianity is a religion? Prisbilla obviously said that because she thinks people are wary of religion. But Christianity is about relationship, and it is a faith it is certainly unlike any religion christians that is those who accept what god did for us to redeem us to himself as his sons and daughters are not about doing things for god or doing things to get to heaven for eternity with god christians know and acknowledge that god did all the work for us giving us love and mercy and grace we accept his love and his mercy and his grace, acknowledging that he is who he is and acknowledging that we are not. Now to her original statement. Prizbola wanted to alert people to, quote, extremist element groups you should get very schooled on, unquote. Well, that was obviously just scare tactics, and it's a straw man, as I've explained. She clearly hates God and hates America and wants others to also hate God and to hate America. But most especially, she and other leftists want people to hate and oppose everyone who loves both God and America. But Prisbyla knows that many people in America are Christians, and so she tries to imply that true Christians are not Christian nationalists. Quote, not Christians because Christian nationalists is very different, end quote well, that's just stupid and wrong. Christians are those who accept what God did to redeem us to himself as his sons and daughters, and therefore love and follow God, the Lord Jesus. And Christians are Christians, whether they are Americans or of any other nationality. And Christians are Christians, whether they also love their own country or nation, or whether they don't. Loving one's country does not make one a Christian, nor does it preclude one from being a Christian. And a nationalist is someone who loves her or his own country or nation. If there are people who pervert nationalism by taking it to active warfare against all other nations, that reflects on their perversion. It does not change what nationalism simply is. And so now we get to the punchline that leftists have always held but try never to admit. Heidi Prisbola slipped up and confessed that she and other leftists oppose and resent and fear and hate all people who, quote, believe our rights don't come from earthly authority but they come from God, unquote. Guess what, Heidi Prisbola and all you leftists? every decent person believes and acknowledges the true fact that our rights don't come from earthly authority, but that they come from God. That is one of the foundational core principles of this land of liberty. And liberty has a chance here because we hold to that core principle. When the colonists in America recognized that they must break from tyranny to establish a new nation in which people might have an opportunity to experience liberty, they wrote a Declaration of Independence to explain their purpose and their reasoning. They wrote, quote, In Congress, July 4, 1776, the Unanimous Declaration of the 13 United States of America, that they are endowed by their creator with certain inalienable rights, that among these are life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness." And in that declaration, they go on to explain the causes that impelled their separation from the King of England. Their words were obviously carefully and purposefully chosen and written. This was either an establishment of a new nation or a death penalty offense of treason against their own nation, England, depending on where one stood. The words mattered. The document is important and vital and foundational. And so consider these words again. We hold these truths to be self-evident. These are capital T truths. They're not debatable matters. They're things that apply equally to all. Because they are not from humankind, but from the creator of humankind and of all the universe. And they are evident because the creator made them evident to us. God does communicate to mankind. He communicates through nature, and he communicates through his word, which we call the Bible. Which was, by the way, the principal source of reference for all of our foundational documents and their supplemental explanations. That all men are created equal. Mankind didn't evolve from lesser beings. We were created and we were created for purpose. Our primary purpose is to glorify the creator, God. And alongside that, God's purpose in creating us was to have relationship with us. Before the creation of the physical universe, God is in relationship, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. The Trinity, which is of course beyond our direct comprehension. God made everything exactly as it is so that we humans could exist and he chose to have us as his family. We destroyed that familiar relationship by our sin. So God gave us the law through which we could relate to him. We messed that up too. So God sent his only son, Jesus, to fulfill the law and to sacrifice for us. Now we can be rejoined to God as a daughter or a son in that desired familial relationship by accepting the Lordship of Jesus. By the way, the foundational core principle of America that all men are created equal is an indicator of the original intent to eradicate the evil practice of slavery. America didn't start slavery, but along with Britain, we were the first to ban the trading of slaves. And we, as a new nation, were the fourth in the history of the world to ban slavery itself. That never happened before the 19th century anywhere. That they are endowed by their creator with certain inalienable rights. Sorry leftists, but God actually is the source of all our rights. You cannot be an American in accord with the core principles that define what this nation is about if you reject the foundational fact that God, not government, is the source of our rights. So if so-called Christian nationalists were actually the only ones who were upholding that self-evident truth, then they or we would be the only ones who were correct about that foundational principle on which liberty depends. Leftists oppose that foundational principle because leftism is tyranny. It's incompatible with liberty and leftists like Heidi Prisbola and her colleagues in the modern Democrat Party hate America at its core, which is an obvious reason they are trying to tell people to hate anyone in America who loves America, and especially to hate any American who loves God and loves America. And they imagine, as always, that decent people fail to see right through them. America is the land of liberty and can only be so by upholding those self-evident truths declared at our founding. And how essential were both Christianity and nationalism or patriotism to those who founded this nation as the land of liberty? Well, in the interest of brevity, I will not offer a hundred quotes as I could, but just three from our sixth president, our second president, and our first president. The sixth president of the United States, John Quincy Adams, said this, quote, In the chain of human events, the birthday of this nation is indissolubly linked with the birthday of the Savior. The Declaration of Independence laid the cornerstone of human government on the first precepts of Christianity. End quote. Sounds like a Christian nationalist. Does that make you hate President John Quincy Adams? Does that make you think he had no clue what this nation was actually founded on? His father, the second president of the United States, John Adams, said this, quote, the general principles on which the fathers achieved independence were the general principles of Christianity. I will avow that I then believed and now believe that those general principles of Christianity are as eternal and immutable as the existence and attributes of God." End quote. Sounds like a Christian nationalist. Does that make you hate President John Adams? Does that make you think he had no clue what this nation was actually founded on? Since he was a signer of the Declaration of Independence and one of two signers of the Bill of Rights, which are the first 10 amendments to the United States Constitution, I suggest that President John Adams had some clue what this nation was founded on. And the commander in chief of the Continental Army, the president of the Constitutional Convention, the first president of the United States of America, the man who is called the father of his country, George Washington wrote this in his general orders of May the 2nd, 1778, quote, to the distinguished character of patriot it should be our highest glory to add the more distinguished character of christian end quote that sounds like the clearest boldest most unabashed and direct declaration of being a christian nationalist in the united states of america do you then suppose that you should as leftists now demand hate, resent, and fear a man like George Washington and imagine that these modern leftists know what America is really founded on while George Washington didn't have a clue? Obviously, modern leftists are just wrong, wrong, wrong. But why do they push their comically and ridiculously wrong nonsense? Surely they cannot imagine that we are so ignorant to believe anything they say. Well, maybe leftists are that delusional, but regardless, There is a reason they rail so desperately against the foundational core principles of the land of liberty, rather than simply leaving this nation, which they obviously hate and oppose. They especially resent the corollary to the foundational principle that God is the source of all our rights. Let's go back to the Declaration of Independence and finish that sentence we were examining. Quote, we hold these truths to be self-evident that all men are created equal that they are endowed by their creator with certain inalienable rights, that among these are life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness, end quote. Now, leftists, Democrats, and so-called liberals are all about the pursuit of happiness. I'll grant them that one. They have no restrictions, no compunction against doing anything they think will make them happy for a while. But they oppose actual liberty, which relies on independence from government, and they very actively oppose the right to life. Yes, as Heidi Prisbola was railing against every American who loves the Lord and who loves America, she let it be known that a reason we should hate and oppose and fear such people who love, because, here it comes, because people who believe and acknowledge that we are endowed by our Creator with inalienable rights, quote, say that this applies specifically to issues including abortion." End quote. Of course everyone who loves the Lord opposes abortion. God is the author of our days and we are not. And God gives us our purpose. To avoid having this episode become abortion-centric, I'll simply point out that the rationalizations to support the anti-life position have largely slipped away, revealing the true fact That it's just what we could always have seen it to be. Recently, leftist, Democrat, so-called liberal, Bill Maher, dropped the veneer on that also. He was interviewing Jillian Michaels, who's not relevant to what he said, just happened to be the person he was talking to. He asked if she thought abortion was murder. Bill Maher plainly, unironically, flatly stated, quote, I do think it's murder and I'm completely okay with it end quote. He stated the truth, but that particular truth is so horrific. And that desire to murder unwanted children without hindrance or sincere questioning is the motivator for leftists like Heidi Prisbola, saying that people should hate, oppose, and fear any American who loves the Lord and who loves America. Have a blessed day. Core Principles podcast is produced in Paducah, Kentucky by Real Productions. Music is by Late July.